That's also a big part of CEO school is like this understanding of collaboration and leveraging resources that already exist and the power of the collective, which I love. And the sooner we can do that with our brands and the sooner we can understand that there's enough customers to go around for all of us and there's yes. enough money to be made for all of us, we can partner with people who you would even think would be competitors who are not competitors to build off of their brand equity and to leverage their customers and their relationships and provide value. From CEO School, it's Wine Down Wednesday. Pour yourself a drink and join us for CEO Happy Hour as we share the messy behind the scenes, straight talk, and real world advice to help you level up in leadership and life. Cheers. This episode is sponsored by The Club, a quarterly box and digital monthly community to help you level up in leadership and life. Learn more today at join.theceoschool.co slash the club. Hi, everyone. Welcome to CEO School's Wind Down Wednesday. Today, I actually have a cup of green tea in my hand. I am sitting at my desk and I am chatting with one of my dearest best friends, Jessica Curtis. Jessica is a digital marketer. She is an entrepreneur. She is a mother. She has won so many amazing women in business awards. Her and I have been friends for many years on my journey in starting Fat Merchant. She was actually not only a friend, a customer, a peer, a mentor. She was our ad agency at one point. I mean, literally we have done it all. And I'm so honored to invite her for today's episode for all things marketing. So we're going to be deep diving into her buckets and principles of digital marketing and how we can all take away and learn some really tactical nuggets here today on growing our digital marketing and scale outside of Instagram. So Jessica, welcome to the show. Hi, Sunira. It's so good to be here. Of course. I mean, I honestly was thinking back this the other day. I'm pretty sure I attended your first ever pitch competition. Like, like I think it was like eight years ago or something. So, and I remember, I'll never forget you came up to me and you were like, I love your backpack. We should be friends. And that was the beginning. <laughs> that was the beginning of our friendship. <laughs> that does sound like the beginning of our friendship. And it, it has been so many years. It's so amazing to see all of us like come up together. So Jessica um, was just a mover and shaker in Orlando. And we would just, we met at one of like the meetups that were taking place. And man, we can talk so much about our wonderful friendship, but yeah, it's, it's a pleasure. And we became moms together and we became mothers together. That was like another journey, like motherhood and entrepreneurship. Um, Right before we got on the show, I was actually, Jessica's actually pregnant with her second. We're so excited for you. Um, and I was, uh, we were talking about when I saw Jessica's face, she came to see me and the baby, like after the hospital. And I don't know what happened. It's like, you know, when you see like, you're like, you're vulnerable around like the people that you love. And I was with like a group of friends that were all coming to see the baby. And then I see Jessica like walking through the door and I just bawled. Like I literally just started crying, per- like just crazy crying, like hysterically crying and like hugging her. Cause I knew she had like just become a mom too. And she like puts the baby down and she's like, it's okay. It's going to be okay. And I was like, I can't figure this out. And I just remember that hug. Like I remember your face and that hug. And I'm so, I'm just, I'm so, your journey has been incredible. Let's talk about that. So tell us a little bit about <laughs> Soho House. Yeah. So 
So house has been quite a journey, you know? Um, oh my gosh. It's so, well, I you know to be super tactical. So what, what, what do I do? Right. So I've worked at writing and marketing for well over a decade now, which is kind of crazy. Um, and I always love to share that I never went to school for marketing. And I think that's really important because as I've worked with women and big global brands of all shapes and sizes, which I'm happy to share here in just a minute, there's always this false narrative that, you know, marketers are like, from special unicorn land and only certain people can be good marketers. And that's not the case. Mar marketing is really, yes, of course, there's tactics and disciplines and there's new trends and, and all of that. But, you know, some of the core pieces of understanding a product market fit, understanding how your solution solves a problem, what problem it is solving. These are all the core pieces of marketing. And if you don't have any of that, it doesn't matter if you have a million Instagram followers. It doesn't matter if you have the VP of Google on your marketing team, right? Like if they don't understand what they're selling and who they're selling it to, marketing is going to become really difficult. So what Sohouse does is we're, we're kind of sort of migrated over into being an educational platform. So we're all about giving women the tools and education so they can do it themselves. Or at minimum, they can learn it so that when they do outsource it, they're not at the mercy of their quote, marketing expert who's telling them all the fancy new ways to do things. It's really about giving them the knowledge to be able to learn the ins and outs of their own brand and to be able to tell their own story in a way that's really meaningful to them. So so House is an educational platform. We're providing programs. We have a formal marketing accelerator called the Lucy Lab, which has been amazing. We just launched a mastermind. We're doing all kinds of other educational content. And I think what really brings, what sets us apart is we're partnering with other marketers. Like we're not trying to say that we know everything. We're trying to say, let's bring the, the thought equity of all of these amazing women working in this space and let's bring them together to share resources. And that's really what we're about here at So House. I love it. And, and you're, you are really the woman that walks the walk. And I love that you said that you didn't have a background in digital marketing, but Jessica, you really are an expert. I mean, this is what you've been doing for a decade. You've ran agencies before you've worked as head of marketing at so many different global brands. And I've seen that journey of yours. And then now you're taking all that knowledge and empowering CEOs and empowering women and w women, even within companies to say, how can we learn about our brand, our story. What are the vital things that we need to know from a marketer's lens? Because I couldn't agree with you more. I've seen so many times where, and I've, I work with so many women business owners. And uh, sometimes we want like a, like marketing isn't a one size fits all. It's just not. And sometimes we expect like it to be magic or we could throw money at it or we could throw ads at it. And it's so complex. And there's so many different sources and avenues and angles and news and like, everything, all your, like every single touch point from when a customer and how they can find you is so infinite that, uh, sometimes we say, okay, here's an agency, go do it. And then you're really at that mercy. Like when you use that word and you're like at the mercy of that other marketer, and you actually have to be the one to know what questions to ask, where to drive that decision-making, where to drive that strategic thinking, where to drive, where should we be putting our messaging and our thoughts and our dollars and all of it. And so I love that you created an accelerator, an academy, um, digital courses, et cetera, around this, because I think that every woman in business should know how to run the marketing side of her business, even if she's not the one doing it. Totally agreed. hundred percent. I am all a fan for outsourcing, scaling, leveraging people, process, and systems. But to your point, like you have to lead strategy. You're the founder, you're the visionary. And if you don't know how to do that, 
no one else can do that for you well. So yeah, you, you totally nailed it. And it's, you know, my, my career has been really interesting, really expansive. You know, I met you whenever we had our branding agency and we got to work with brands like TEDx Women, Girls Who Code, Florida Institute of Technology. And then I ended up, you know, working for a global nonprofit organization where we would, as a global director of marketing, and then we would build entrepreneurial ecosystems around the world. So I feel like I've taken sort of this hodgepodge of all this different experience and sort of thrown it into this place that I really feel like I've, I've made my own, you know, I mean, I've, I've been a consultant, I've worked on marketing teams, large and small, and the, the area that I love is really education. I have found that to be my core competency. I love being the educator, not so much the um, executioner anymore. I don't even do consulting anymore, which is a huge switch for me. And building our educational programs has really kind of been the light, the light for me over the past few years. I love it. Okay. So educate us. So if you were mm-hmm. going to talk about, you know, we have so many business women that are listening, what are kind of some of your fundamentals that you want us to, what would we take away in marketing from you? Yeah. Great question. So you hit it on the head when you said there's no one size fits all approach to marketing and all the Instagram ads would make us think that's the case. And it's all <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> yeah. um, there isn't. So the way that I love to explain this are like two different analogies. You can take, take which analogy, who the listeners, which one resonates with you. So basically you think about you're making a marketing salad or a marketing cake, right? The ingredients in your salad and the ingredients in your cake are going to be different than someone else's cake or someone else's salad. And so really, and even, even for large brands, like they lose this sometimes, you know, they're so far down the rabbit hole and they're so disconnected from the actual customer that even going back to these core fundamentals is really important. So for those of you who are listening, who might have more advanced level or more mature brands, it's always helpful to kind of like rethink what that marketing mix is. You know, for some, it's going to be B2B partnerships. For others, it is going to be paid ads. It's going to be some, some combination of both. It's going to be leveraging social in a special way. So I think that's the first thing to really understand and embrace is that there is no silver bullet. There is no magic answer. And you're building a different cake than someone else is building. And then the other analogy I love to share is imagine your whole brand is a solar system. So like the sun is your brand, right? And that's the center of the solar system. These are the core functions of your brand, your brand values, your brand missions, these things that you have decided as a business that you were unwavering about, that's your brand, right? And then all the planets are all of the insane amount of marketing activities you can be doing. So one planet could be email marketing, one planet could be a podcast, one planet could be B2B, like... One planet could be ads, but the trick is getting all the planets to work together so that the whole solar system can function. And that's usually where I see a lot of misstep, even with large companies, is they try to put all their eggs in one planet <laughs> and then they wonder why their solar system's lopsided, right? I um, love that. <laughs> so it's really about keeping the solar system spinning. And so like, once you get one planet spinning, let's say, let's say it is email marketing. For example, you're like, I kick ass at newsletters. I am really good at email marketing. My ROI is great. Yes. You have to keep that planning spinning while you launch another planet, which might be podcasts, for example. So how do you cross promote your podcast within your email marketing? How do you make these two strategies work with each other? in the most efficient way possible. Um, and oftentimes people founders think that we have to do all the things and have all the planets. <laughs> and that's, yeah. not the, that's not the case. Okay. 
<laughs> like just pick two or three planets, <laughs> you know, that really work for you and that you can really double down on and monetize and see a direct ROI. Okay. So I love this. And I love the planet analogy because you're right. Sometimes you feel like you need all of the planets spinning. How do you pick your first planet, right? So how does one go about picking the first planet and deciding which avenue to go down and to invest time into to go attract their ideal customer? Yeah. Great question. So I'll answer that sort of twofold. Yeah. One is I know you have your personal three buckets, which I love big fan. I know I've talked about that before offline. There's a similar framework that we use here at Sohouse and that we teach our members in our community is that typically most businesses, unless they have an exorbitant amount of resources, <laughs> they really can only, they cannot do more than three like big strategic initiatives well. And that yes. doesn't mean tasks. It means strategic initiatives. And I think, I think I've seen you whiteboard this on the fat merchant stuff too. So, you know, for us to be transparent for Sohouse, our strategic initiatives are brand awareness, customer retention, and I forgot the other one. My brain, my brain just froze. Brain awareness, customer retention. Sorry, and customer acquisition. Thank you. Um, customer you're, acquisition. You're, you're only like almost nine months pregnant. So. That's true. My mom's <laughs> brain is really kicking in right now. Um, yes. So those are our three: brand awareness, member retention, and customer acquisition. And the reason I bring that up is because all of our marketing mix for us needs to fit under one or more of those buckets. And if it doesn't serve a bucket it's an irrelevant marketing strategy all the way around. So that's the first place to start is to really think about what are the three buckets that are most important to the company and why are those most important? Like just because you want to create a podcast, for example, how does that serve you and how do you measure that success? And so the way that we do that is dividing it up by our three buckets. And we do that over a year time span and then we break that down into 90 day sprints. So that's the first place to start. And then after you've kind of figured out your buckets, then it's really just being really tactical about where are your actual customers? Like, how are they making decisions? What type of decisions are they making? Like, if, if your customer is like living and breathing on LinkedIn, for example, like, why are you trying to get them to follow you over at Instagram? Like, go to LinkedIn and leverage the platform as it's intended to be used. And even if it's not a social platform, I mean, we've been able to grow, we've been able to double our revenue this year, which I'm really proud of. Yes. Yes. By B2B partnerships, you know, and sure we leverage a little bit of social for that, but it's not, it's really creating relationships with other brands and servicing them in a unique way that they cannot service their members and their community. And that alone is a marketing strategy that is sustainable, that you can leverage long-term at scale. I think that's so amazing and so well said. So there, there are, there, you have to decide on which planet you just pick one and then you use that planet the way that it's intended, right? So it's looking at it and saying, it's not rocket. I guess it is rocket science. If we're talking about planets, I don't know. <laughs> um, so it's, it's, you just have to use it for that intention. And I, I really believe in trial and error in marketing too. And I think that something that I tell my marketing team here at Stacks all the time, um, and I think at CEO school, it's really fun because we're really creative and um, is that we don't actually have enough of a creative budget at Stack. So I'm like, let's, let's just play again. Like we used to play all the time and then we became so serious. Now there's such a big brand and there's like 99 planets spinning and there's all of it. There's all of it at all times. And we kind of forgot how to have fun and just throw things, throw spaghetti at the wall and trying different things. And so 
wherever you are in your business journey, it's okay. It's trial and error. And then how do you, you know, going into it? And then once you see that spaghetti stick, then you start tracking, right? Then it's, then it's metrics. And then it's saying, how can we put more fuel to that, to that fire? Um, what are some of your favorite channels? You said B2B marketing. We don't ever talk about B2B marketing. Talk to me about what is B2B marketing and how are you leveraging B2B marketing for your business? Yeah, great question. So B2B, you know, business to business, right? So just partnering with other brands. You know, there is room at the top for all of us. That's one of our brand values. We believe in collaboration over competition. Yeah. Like how many marketers are out here? A gazillion of us. <laughs> That's okay. We love it. And how many communities exist that are creating courses and content in the same frame that we are in the same frame that CEO school is? So many. Yes. Right? What makes us different is our mission, our values, what we stand for, our goals, what we want for our community, XYZ. And so for us, it's, you know, we've just partnered with like WeBank, which is the, the Women's National Business Council. They're like one of the most prestigious certifying body for women-owned businesses. And they are not experts in marketing. They're experts in certifying women-owned businesses and we need to be certified. <laughs> and we're a great deal flow for them because we have members who would very much benefit from being certified. And their members, which they have like 17,000, I think at this point, their members have need and have a want for marketing education that they are not experts in. And so for us, it's just, it's just really figuring out what's our value add, what's our puzzle piece, how can we add value and how can they add value to us? And if that's aligned, then we create a partnership and we just do that over and over and over again for different verticals. We have a similar partnership with a company called iPhone Women. They're a crowdfunding platform. We love them over there. We are not experts in fundraising and crowdfunding. They are. They are not experts in marketing and we are. Yes. So it's a perfect fit. And so, you know, to go back to this collaboration thing, I know that, you know, that's also a big part of CEO school is like this understanding of collaboration and leveraging resources that already exist and the power of the collective, which I love. And the sooner we can do that with our brands and the sooner we can understand that there's enough customers to go around for all of us and there's yes. enough money to be made for all of us, we can partner with people who you would even think would be competitors who are not competitors to build off of their brand equity and to leverage their customers and their relationships and provide value. So that's just, you know, two tactical ways that we're using B2B partnerships for our growth. I love it. I love when we can get into an episode and we can actually like, I'm taking notes right now because, and it's so funny because none of our, like as much as like I am, we're all about collaboration over competition. Uh, we have such a massive network. You know, we don't leverage any B2B partnerships right now for CEO school at all. Wow. Right? None, none. Like we're just like in our own planet. Like literally, and so we literally just are your own ecosystem. We're, we're literally <laughs> are our own ecosystem. And so I love it because you can continually be learning and trying different avenues. And what I really want to encourage the women out here, there isn't a one size fits all. I just see all the time. We follow the same things. We look at the same trends. And I think we need to open up our eyes to just different ways of doing business. There's so many different ways of doing business. And I love that you called it a cake or a salad, even like there's and everyone 
everyone's salad just looks different, but the core of it is the same. The core of the cake is the same. The core of the salad is the same. I love the B2B tactical tip for us. Is there another one? What about like newsletters and email lists? Because I I think that is uh, something that people don't put enough attention into. And I'm not trying to negate the social growth because I think there's a I think there's a new wave of businesses being done on social like it's never been done before. So mm-hmm. I am all for that. This is one of our primary platforms for us at CEO School. But I also believe in that there's like so much weight of old school marketing that people are forgetting about that just like it's so important. So talk to me about list building, email. How does one get started in even collecting emails for their business? Oh my God, I could talk about this all day. So talk about it. let's talk about it. Let's talk about it in five minutes. <laughs> yes, we got it. Five minutes, wine, we got it. Email marketing. So if anyone's listening and you're like, which planet do I start? I don't yep. know. I, I'm a mom. I've got a full-time job, whatever, whatever, whatever your particular instance may be. If you don't know where to go, email marketing is the first place to start. And the reason being is because email marketing has the highest ROI of all other marketing channels combined. That's Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, all of them combined. Email marketing crushes them all. It has an average of 4,300% ROI. So that just gives you like a really good idea of how powerful email marketing can really be. So with that being said, if you're strapped for budget or resources, or you don't know where to begin, definitely begin with email marketing. The other reason that I'm a huge proponent of email marketing outside of just, you know, statistical ROI is that is one of the rare channels that you can own. And Sunny, I remember, do you remember many years ago when your Instagram got deleted and you called me absolutely freaking out? Yes, <laughs> um, I do. That has happened to so many Another people. time, another time that I just like called and I'm like just crying and I can't, I can't get words out of my mouth. <laughs> yes, yes. Email marketing is one of the- Motherhood, motherhood and Instagram. Motherhood and Instagram. <laughs> That'll break <laughs> you just, down every yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Um, email marketing, you own your customer data, right? Like no algorithm can take that away from you and nothing, none of that can change. Yes. It's not like, it's not like the customer data can just go away. You know, this is intellectual property that you as the business owner are acquiring that you really own that, that information. And you also own it because if you're doing it ethically, people are willingly giving it to you, right? So you have such a direct impact into your customer's psyche through email marketing in a different way that you do with social. So I know we're coming close to time, but you know, that's my quick answer to I love email it. marketing. <laughs> yes. No, I agree with you. I think we had Christina Galbato here on the show a couple of months ago. She um, is just a, an incredible business coach. And one of the things that she talks about is her email marketing, owning her contact list outside of other channels. And it's the one page that you absolutely do own. And so investing in that is super huge. I'm so excited for our listeners today to go work on these two things if you're not already and go finding different planets. Jessica, how can we support you and find you and continue to learn from you? Because you've obviously got so much wisdom and we can't wait to have you back on the show for like another. Call me next time. Just text me when you're like, oh my God, I have this really great marketing hack. I need to come on the show and air it. We'll get you, we'll get you back on. So you always have a space here. How can we support you? How can we find you and learn more from you every day? Yeah, I think so much, Sunny, and, and I'd love to come back. Yeah, so just check us out at Sohouse, S-O-H-U-I-S.com. And we're actually going to be rebranding and I'm happy to share the new name is going to be Her Brand & Co. So yes. eventually we'll be herbrandandco.com. So check us out there, depending on when this episode airs. You can also find me on LinkedIn. I recently made my Instagram private. You're welcome to request to follow me, but 
for my daughters and my personal life. I, I personally chose to make my Instagram more of a private space, but anyone's welcome to follow us there on at Stillhouse Inc. Um, all my personal. And that's it. Awesome. Well, we can't wait to support it. And uh, we'll be linking uh, the correct uh, websites and stuff in the show notes when the episode airs. So don't worry, listeners, we've got you covered uh, so that you can have all of Jessica's incredible magic. You are magical, my friend. Thank you so much for being on the show today. And for those of you listening, we'll see you next week on Wind Down Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast and show. Our team at CEO School works extremely hard to bring you the best content, authentic conversations, and expert guests curated every single week to keep you leveling up in leadership, business, and in life. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a five-star rating telling us what you enjoy the most. We will be sending CEO School swag for the next 100 reviews, so don't miss out. Write a review and send us a screenshot at podcast at theceoschool.co to claim your swag. Again, it's podcast at theceoschool.co to claim your swag. Thanks so much. We love having you here.